name is Echo, y'all. What up? Welcome to my chat time. I've been thinking the same about the drop. A little knowledge in this bitch for change until the head's not. We grew up from the jump, and everybody just shut the fuck up. Welcome to my chat time. Y'all just sit and relax, and when I step up to the stage, I'm spitting the facts until they. For those of you who are too fucking busy, this is what happened last week on the Shameless. We're gonna talk about dads today. I didn't want to talk about. It's always Oreos. There's a British or the English dude too, right? Well, that's that's the same thing, bro. So yeah. And I'll tell this to anybody: (laughs) if you have toxicity in your life, if you have toxic family, if it's just not good for your life, it's gonna make your life worse. And pushes down the street and does not hit traffic. (laughs) 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 Ha ha! It is funny, no? <laughs> what the fuck are you laughing for? Oh man. I guess it's supposed to be serious. <laughs> oh, Check man. that one off your list. <laughs> so I, I look at it, man, like I look at relationships and, and I, I go in this because I started thinking about like how Mel will literally tell me how easy this is and has tried to show, I think probably myself and probably even her mother, how easy it is. You and your candies, bro. Um, Taste the rainbow. Remember, they still do that commercial. It's not in your mouth. That was like that was like their no, that was their thing back when I was in high school or junior high. The whole thing was taste the rainbow. Yeah, taste the rainbow. I don't know if they still do that. Do they? I mean, can we get an echo? We need we need to look up to see how long the slogan goes for. When did it die out? I don't think I don't think you can I don't think you can I don't think that can die out. Chase the rainbow, motherfucker. Skittles or M and M's? M and M's hands down. Uh, it wasn't a good question. Which M and M? Um, I'm a I like peanut M and M's, dude. Who's the real slim shady? Every fucking white guy that dyed his hair blonde or black at one time. Yeah, both, huh? Blonde and black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can picture you. Doing half that. and half. You did half and half, huh? I did uh, straight uh, jet black for like ten years. Mm. I don't have hair. Yeah. I have a cul-de-sac. What's under that hat? I bet you yeah. a full head of hair. This is part of getting older too, man. I don't mind. I'm just kidding. It's, it's what, 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 uh, Tyler, be, what, what's the most important thing to you in a relationship? Um, sex. No. no I'm just kidding. Oh, um, Jesus Christ. Really? I mean, you're not going to last long in a relationship. That's why I've been doing 900 of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking Spartan over here. Spartan. Most important thing in a relationship, man. To you, what is the most important thing? Probably, uh, when I was a kid, I didn't give a fuck. I no. had to be hot. Now I'm, it's their attitude and how smart they are. Attitude and how smart they are. That's the most important thing in a relationship for you. When you, I don't fucking know. I gave advice for it. I'm, I'm the relationship guy that everybody goes to. Don't call me for shit. No, what, what I don't do Tyler's is I don't like, ask. Like, uh, uh, their boobs. <laughs> well, the last no, one I was Tyler, like, what's important in a relationship? Right, yeah, you know, like the nipple, the boobs. I like boobies. You well, like the last boobies. one, like when I was young, they were just no so ass. fucking hot. Yeah, I manifested a girl with the biggest, nicest ass. Dude, that's not what's most important in so a relationship. That's what I focus on. That's no, uh, so funny. What, like, to you, if you're waking up every day with that person, you're, you're waking up and you're going to bed with that person every day, what is the most important part of that relationship to you? 
when I roll over and look at her, I don't scream. I had my ex-wife look like that sometimes. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, God, man. Chucky, once again. Ah! I just, <laughs> just want to. No. I'm just trying to pull something other than physical out of you, brother. No, uh, uh, no Jesus what, I, what I'm Christ. saying is they got to fucking have brains. Okay, so I can't have a conversation with them. I okay, can't. you're going to it. You're going to it. You're yeah, walking that's into what I'm it. Saying. They're not stupid. Communication. No, well, that's a huge one right now. But you just said have a conversation. Conversation is communication. Mean, I can have a conversation about horses with one girl, <laughs> and then another girl have have a conversation about seahorses, and it's fucking all fucked up. Like no, but you, the mo like okay for me, I'll just go into. It. I think the most important thing is communication. Because that goes into like the whole laughter. Like you guys aren't gonna laugh at the same jokes if you guys don't have proper communication. I think I'm with talking each other. about IQ. Yeah, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm saying what's the most important thing in a relationship. I feel like it's very direct. Very like some people go, you know what? Spending quality time with the person, touch. I need to have that physical touch from that person. Oh, you're, you're talking about the five. I'm not even talking about the love after. languages. I'm saying what is it that you feel is the most important thing? What's gonna keep you in a relationship long term or for life? What is What's going to keep you in that relationship? And for me, I watched my biggest downfall being lack of communication. And then the biggest and probably the most supportive thing that I've realized now and what I'm currently going through is communication because it's all I have with a person. All I have is and, communication. And the girl that you're talking to has a very high IQ. It all comes down to it. Your communication Super. skills are going to be on point if your IQ is hella high because you know how to talk to somebody. Okay, but that's but, but what I'm saying. All together. Like, but what I'm saying is that's the most important thing to me. It all cross-legs. <laughs> He's, he like Hello. made this shit a big ass math problem. <laughs> Where it's just like, yeah, math guy. Uh, let's just let's just chalk Tyler up to like the most important thing in a relationship for Tyler is they gotta have a butt. <laughs> I can make a butt. Man, they gotta have a butt. Oh. Nah, that's that's you, you know why. Well, yeah, I never thought about that before. I really didn't, but this this girl now's got a really big butt. So. Not, I'm not talking about yours. <laughs> oh, yours. <laughs> Erica, what's, what's, hey, in a relationship, what's the most important thing for you? You have to be besties. Right? You haven't had a relationship. But how are you, you going to be, stop, don't, don't pick on her. Oh, I'm not saying her question, <laughs> goddammit. Don't, sh don't shut her down. Let her talk. <laughs> no. Hey, so, so you said you got to be besties with them. Yeah. How else are you going to be besties with them? You got to know each other's boundaries. Dude, that all comes from communicating, right? Even if you're, if you're talking, if you're talking verbally, or if you're talking body language, you have to pick up on those things. Like, that's I guess what I'm trying to get at. Like, I was looking at what are the biggest downfalls in a relationship, and what are the the highlights of what keep relationships together. You know, I, I go deep into it. So Where I, do you want to start? I. I saw someone. I saw a couple. We went. Um, now here's the thing. I go out with the. Uh, my, my children's caretaker a lot. She's like there to help me out a lot. And she's, she's amazing. The problem is, is when her, her husband isn't around, they think like that we're together and I hate that. Oh, but I had, I had an older couple look at me and this guy looked at me and he goes, he goes, uh, he goes, she's really good with the kids. Those aren't her kids, are they? <laughs> I go, nope, they're not. And I laugh. And he goes, I'm gonna tell you the secret to keeping a young, beautiful woman like that. And I was like, what's that? He goes, he goes, you can't just live with her. She goes, you got to know that you can't live without her. And he said that to me. And I was like, man, that's, that's pretty cool advice. And 
I didn't, you know, Michelle's Michelle, dude. I'm just like, <laughs> but I, it made it made me think about the relationship I want to be in and who I want to be with. And I go, man, do do I feel like I could live with her? Just like, okay, we're just gonna live together, and you know, we we're we're here and we're okay with each other. Or do I want to wake up every day looking at this person, no matter if she's all dolled up or if she's just rolling out of bed? And am I going, man? I can't live without this person, like. How do you create that? That's a bond. That's a bond. That's a 100% because it, I can have a different bond with you and we will be on the same page. Some people get hurt like if they leave the shop and don't tell you and you go do something. Some guys would be like, why the fuck you tell me? Like, I wanted to go. Like, yeah. We were all over the place. We're like, all right, bro, I'll see you later. Yeah, that's true. Some relationships are like that too. Yeah. Like with girls. Like the one girl you'll be with, it's just totally opposite. You, she'll leave, and their trust issues. Another person that you've been with, it's totally different. So it's just how you accept things when when you guys meet. And I think that's like where I'm at right now. Like I who, who who I end up with, man. I want to feel that feeling. You're, of bond, like, you're bonding hardcore right now. So you yeah. trust her. She's telling you everything. You guys are having flow. You could talk about anything. Jokes are funny. You, There's nothing bad taken because you guys understand each other. One of the biggest reasons too is though. From the time we wake up to middle day to the time you go to bed, there's communication. And here's the thing: is like I'm communicating with I'm communicating with someone that we don't even speak the same language. Well, so it's even that's even harder because like you know I mean you kind of have that situation yourself where miscommunication happens due to the fact that there's a language barrier, you know. And so that's something I'm looking at is like I think you have to work extra hard. So I'm in a, I'm in a position it, with someone. It matters if they're very selfish or not too. Like if, if they're allowed to if they want to do something, yeah. and they're they're cool with doing it. But you can't. This totally. Nah, she's this. Key. Yeah, so it's crazy. Like this this woman I'm talking to, she's very selfless. Yeah, very very selfless. That's what you want. Very. Because they think about you first before they do something. Like yeah. even if it's bad or good, like they want you to to go with them. And if they're not there, they think you for think about you first and then do whatever. Yeah. Instead of being an afterthought, they do what they want. They it's, think and be like, oh, I fucked up. No. It's so funny. Dude, Don't work like, like that. I, we like we. You're not an afterthought. We typically st I start the day off like joking, fucking around. Like last night we were writing each other and she she fell asleep and uh, she wrote me this morning like first thing she writes she's like, hey, I'm really sorry I fell asleep last night. And you know, it's early in the morning. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm just getting in right now. So, uh, like, I was out all night. I just, I'm getting back in right now. And she's like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, she knows I was sleeping too. But it's being able to joke with her and communicate yeah. and, and have those kind of conversations. But I don't know, man. Everyone I've talked to, I've been asked that question a lot today. I've asked probably about five other people. How many? How many hours difference? Oh, we're only a couple hours difference. Like three or two? Like three hours. That sucks. Why's that? Well. That's the same as Hawaii. No, nah, dude, I get, I get up. Hawaiian yeah, but you remember. But so far ahead. I get up early and I go to bed early. I get, I get up. Oh, yeah. I get up at, dude, I usually get up at like 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning every single day. I know. Remember that time we, we worked? So like last week we worked until 2.30 in the morning. We didn't get back to the shop till 3.30. I think I got 10 minutes of sleep and then I woke up and I could not go back to sleep. And I was like, shit, man, I'm going to be up until at least noon or one. Oh, fuck, we, we got like six companies. Yeah. Uh, so like four. Yeah. Three or four. All building. Just one. Just one. Just yeah. gambled. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're always all over the place. Training people. Well, diets. Yeah. Sack of fabrications and all of this. Production, this. Well, man, I, that's, I think that's pretty much it for the Father's Day kind of episode, dude. I just wanted to talk to you about, get some stuff out about dads, compliment you guys on your guys' father. So what's, what's your favorite song? 
Oh, my favorite song of all time? Uh-huh. Uh, 80s style, probably. It, well, uh, it's 1992. 80s, it's, it's Billy Idol. It's uh, Dancing With Myself. But no, I think my favorite, all time favorite song, it's a song called Escape. It's the Pina, it's the Pina Colada song. Oh yeah, you do. That's a lot on you. But I love that song. We'll, we'll have to go into that another time. Like, cause it's a story, and I love the story. Story. It's the, time. It's the ultimate love story. You gotta tell it, bro. Tell it right now. Yeah. All right. So to me, if you like Pina Colada, so, so, yeah, everyone thinks it's this drinking song, and it's really not. Mm. Basically, it's a song. Uh, so back in like, I think the song came out in, like. I don't want to date the year. I'm going to be off, but let's just say 72. I'm going to guess. Okay. Which I see 72 or 77. One of those years. But um, basically what it's about is this guy's looking to these personal ads because him and his old lady, he says his old lady, they're having problems. So he opens up a personal ad. Now personal ad is basically like match.com now. Or, the thing is, is I would take this way too personal if it was on personals. Really? Yeah. Well, that's what it, the personals is how people, <laughs> it's how people like hit on each other, right? They like put an ad out in the newspaper. That was like their way of like blind dating almost. See, if this happened to me, he's about to finish the story, but if this happened to me, I'd look like this crazy guy on Instagram. He's a comedian. You should stop worrying about stuff and instead of worrying about stuff, you should just do stuff because while you're doing stuff, you're not worrying about stuff because you're focused on doing stuff. So go do some stuff instead of worrying about stuff. While you're doing the stuff, you'll actually get something accomplished because worrying about stuff doesn't accomplish anything except where you just get all worried and hot and bothered. So stop doing that stuff and do the other stuff. And if, if you go on the personals and it's too personal because it's personal because I'm personal, we got to just take it personal, you know what I'm saying? I know who you're talking about. I love that guy. I follow him. He's personal. He says some shit all the time. Um, Erica, what's dating sites right now? Because I don't even fucking know. What are like what's some dating sites? Swipe right. Swipe right. Huh? Tinder. Tinder? Are you on Tinder? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey man, she's looking for that bond. <laughs> I'm trying to bond with somebody. All right, Pina Colada. So basically, that's that's what basically the personal ads are like. Tinder. So he, he starts reading this ad, and the ad is basically you know saying all these things. If you like to do all these things, let's meet up. And he's like, well, fuck, I'm gonna respond to this ad. And he goes, you know what I what I said? I think isn't half bad. He's like trying to be clever, and he writes her back. And, um, so there's no name on this. No, no. So he writes the ad back. So then the ad responds. So they're reading the paper in the morning, eating breakfast, drinking coffee together, and reading each other. So he, he he writes. He basically writes into the personal ad, answers that ad, and the next scene is basically she responds to that ad. Yeah. And then he writes back saying, hey, let's cut through all the red tape. Let's go meet at this bar. I think the bar is called Scrappy Maloo's or Scrappy Maloo's. Like, Scrappy Maloo. I think so they're, getting, they're getting ready at home together. Yeah. So they're doing something else and they meet. Yeah. So, so basically they go to meet and she's already there waiting and he walks in and he's like, basically he's like, okay, he goes, it's a familiar face. He goes, it's my, it's my old lady. So he knew right then and there that she was writing the personal ad. He was writing, they sat down. Now they had lost each other. That's what everyone doesn't understand. It's like somewhere in the relationship, they lost each other. They, they fell apart. And yeah. in the ads, they're writing each other of things that they want to do and things that they want to experience in life. And when they're sitting down at the bar talking, it's like, like, oh, you wrote that. Oh, I wrote that. I responded to it. And they kind of refine each other. And they, they, they see that they both want to do and experience all these things, but somehow they lost communication with each other to where they stopped talking about it. 
So to me, I'm like, it's, it, I know some people are like, no, fuck that. They're going to cheat on each other. And I'm like, yeah, but they didn't. But the thing is, usually you cheat when that happens, you go and cheat and you do that freaky stuff with someone else when you could really do it with the person. That's what they found out. So, so that's what, that's what it is. Is like people forget, like when they're with each other, they for like, people leave each other behind in relationships. Yeah. And I'm going to say it right here, right now. I got left behind at a certain point. And I felt it and I didn't know how to express it. I didn't know how to communicate it. I didn't know how to communicate that I was getting left behind. I was like, fuck man, like I'm getting left behind. Don't leave me behind. And it happened. You think you were too serious? Is that why? No, I didn't. I was at a point. You wanted to do something and you said no? No, I had everything to do with like her competing and it was all about her. It was became of something. It wasn't a party and it was competing. Yeah, it became very selfish, but it was like, it pushed me aside. Yeah. And I tell you what, like I could not communicate to her how I was feeling. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not crying, so I'm fine. Throw. Uh, I, I could not communicate. I, I couldn't say what I wanted to say, and I couldn't. I couldn't express how much I was in love with her. It just nothing would come out right. It just it was all fights. Yeah. And I look at it now. You know, this is now two years later, and I go, I know how to talk about it now. I know exactly what to say. So Life th this has to happen. I'm like, this would never occur again. I go, F and and it's crazy because it makes me go right back to the thought of like that that conversation with Mel yeah. and seeing her talk to me this morning and then showing me a picture of, of the whole family drawn together and going like, she's right. It's the, it, it, as as easy as a four year old thinks it is to be together. It really is that easy. And, and I look at it now and I go, man, I didn't know how to communicate, but I know how to communicate now. And so now what you have to do is communication is key, I guess. It, it's, the, it's the building foundation of every great relationship. If you don't have communication with a person, it's not going to work. I think we have a new meme. What? If dedication, devastation is motivation, what's this one? I don't know. I don't know. She'll put it up here, though. <laughs> I don't have anything you to say. Said, I don't you have just any, said something good. So well, I, I don't know what I said. <laughs> he was I, I'm like, I don't know what I said. I blacked out. <laughs> you ever see that in uh, old school? He's like, he's like, what, what happened? I blacked out. I don't know. <laughs> was it good? That's funny. <laughs> That's literally. No, I mean, communication will, will definitely be the building block of every relationship. Yeah. And and I always, I play that song a shit ton. I know you're right, dude. Hey, it'll be like I'm not kidding. It'll be like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. I'll be getting up, getting ready to train my first clients. Him and Dosh are fucking out cold, and I'm just blasting that song. But it's not about pina coladas. It's like everyone, like that's like a drinking song. And like it's funny, I'll, like if you're ever out and everyone hears that song, come on, and they get all excited and they only sing that part. And I'm like, you're missing the whole point of the fucking story, yeah, people. Yeah. This is about love, and you're fucking it up. <laughs> Stop taking funny. a shot. <laughs> Serious. But yeah, dude, I I look at it and it's like they refound each other. They communicated. And I don't know if they lived happily ever after, but the song ends with them being happy. You need to find out. You need to call that guy. You need to, know you need to find the writer. Well, I, see, I like the original version, but I love Jack Johnson's version of it. That's the one I play all the time. Because Jack do. Johnson's one of my favorite artists. Like, dude, I could, I could put, I could put all so his songs favorite together. Uh, favorite, uh, singer. favorite Favorite singer? Probably, like, if I'm to say, like, right now, like, this, I'm, I'm all about eras. Yeah. So my favorite singer in this era would definitely be probably Jack Johnson because he's the only artist where I could probably put a hundred of his songs together and put them on like repeat and shuffle. Yeah. And I'm going to love all probably hundred songs. Mine would probably be Elton John. The, this song is yours. I, I had it played to the, uh, to the, yeah, but could uh, you play a hundred Elton John songs in a row and be cool with it? Fuck I, yeah. No, there's no fucking way. There's some, there's all. some Elton John songs where I'm like, I can't listen to this. <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> 
I'm gonna go touch a boy. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, no, there's very few artists like that. Like Jack Johnson's one of those. Uh, Bob Marley's like one of that. You know, think of like an artist that you can put on. You what know, is yours? 40, 40 plus songs. I want to know people's uh, go-to songs. Actually, who's your who's your who's your artist that you could probably not, put 40, 50 the, songs on? Not in the last ten years, though. It has to be before that. No, it could be anything, dude. Like think of like. Well, you you hear that shit on the radio every fucking day. For her, not, not a repeat. Hers is going to be probably about five well, or if, six years. If if they've got like 50, 60 songs that you could listen without stopping, it's going to be a. It's got to be someone that's been around for a while. Who? Billy Joel. I was actually listening to Billy Joel over here. Mine's B fifty two. The uh, lobster. B fifty two is pretty cool. I would, I would, I would get B fifty two though. If I listen to that shit for twenty four hours straight, I lose my fucking mind. I start dancing like him and shit. No, that'd be too much. Because that shit, I'd be like, yeah. you need a lot of drugs hey. for B fifty two. Yeah, that's true. Not bodybuilder drugs, like drug drugs. The, the next, yeah. <laughs> uh, Billy Joel what song was I listening to uh, Moving Out that's I was listening to that one on my way over here actually that's, that's pretty cool funny. yeah it's cool man Dude, you got some I'm surprised you know who Billy Joel is good she's like yeah motherfucker but she's like, I mean I don't expect a 23 24 year old to know who Billy Joel is that's no, pretty dope. She, she listens and that's to like old school that's like good shit we listen to the same eras that's cool yeah that's me she does the same as you I I <laughs> What's your favorite era of music? And then we got to wrap this up. Because we'll, we'll keep era? going. Yeah, favorite. Like, if you were to pick one era of music. I'd say uh, it would have to be 90s when I was bike racing. And it'd be... Uh, fuck. What we listened to the other day. What did we listen to the other day? When we were putting up UFC. Um, it was the old first Blink-182 song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the ones yeah. where you ride around on a bicycle and you want to fuck everything up. It's basically the beginning of punk rock. It's yeah, like the beginning kind of... of the be- yeah, it's well, like the, the birth of punk rock music. No, no, not punk rock. Uh, what, did, what would you call that? Like emo punk rock. No, nah, they weren't really emo yet. They weren't crying about shit. No, that's true. They were literally... My heart think about it. Like, outside of this window. <laughs> you, know, you, know who's, you know who the first crybaby was? Who? That I can't Huh? I tell you. No, no, fucking Papa Roach. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut my life into pieces. Cut my life yeah. into pieces. Yeah, that's like the first crybaby, like, <laughs> <laughs> where, like, fucking Blink-182 is like, they were, like, singing, like, did you hear? He fucked her. Like, yeah. you know, like, I'm like, whoa. It's just hell funny. Like, they were, like, they were, like, joking about it. Like, yo, that dude just banged my chick. Fuck it. Let's go get another one. <laughs> and then you have, you have fucking Papa Roach come out, like, oh, I'm cut myself. And then all from there, it was like fucking crybaby fucking rock, dude. I couldn't fucking do it. Fallout Boy, all of them, they're all oh. fucking crybabies. Fucking, fucking Nickelback destroyed fucking rock music. They can go to hell. Dude, the Canadians should not be able to put a fucking album out without fucking Americans proving it first. That song was dope. That's, that's Crash Test dope. Yeah, dude, that shit's dope. See, that's like my, I love that stuff. So, I talk about crybaby rock, but I actually love like the whole crybaby genre thing. It was like the 50s. But like, they had a scene sweet but like like one of my favorite songs is uh run around sue oh it is basically this dude calling this chick a whore sleeping with everyone in the town yeah and he's basically he's like snitching on her so like you know wherever he's from there was probably only one sue and he fucking ratted her out to everybody so i was like i like the 50s though man i love 50s music like um god what's his name i'm gonna i'm gonna mess his last name country huh uh, some country. I used to be into it, and then I fucking hate it. You know why, man? It's like, like right now. There's some good ones though. They usually nah, cry. If you, it's, it's crybaby shit, and I don't like crybaby shit. 
White people cry a lot. I hate that. I, I like, like I like ACDC. Like I like stuff like I want. I want like uh, like if I could time travel, I would go back to 1984 and go right into a strip club. And I'd be looking at some like 1984 titties I'm telling you I'm the t- they, they did not dance to they did not dance to like sissy okay, music like, shit, like. <laughs> like I think I feel like like what do strippers dance to now I mean I don't go to strip clubs so I don't know but I just feel like it's like trash music that I they dance really to either. where in the 80s the, I just pictured like they got Motley Crue going they got ACDC going like they got, that, they got, they got the big guys. hair, and yeah, now it's like all it's just like it would be pretty cool. Fucking everybody has think about hair it. And shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they all got crazy hair. hair. They're all fucking excited to be there. They're on a lot of cocaine. Fucking count me in. I want Wait, to, well, you don't do you don't do drugs. You imagine the you're like Rocky. What is that there? I'm like, we're fucking going to strip club. I'm like, it's a time travel machine. You want to go back to '84 and go to a strip club with me? <laughs> <laughs> all we need is hey, a fucking hundred bucks and a little bag of blow. We're good. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, he's never done it before. I've never touched. Shit, man, how are you not? Like, no, you just not want to do this all the time, <laughs> Come on. dude. Uh, I'll say it. I fucking love marijuana. Yeah, well, that's you could smoke marijuana. Is that know? great? Like, dude, whoever thought so you he's be- like, he's like, all right, yeah, it's time. We hey, can smoke this and not get in trouble. Let's do it. Like, everybody else is like, fuck this. I we feel like I like shit that we can't do. I feel like growing up has been like really fucking cool for me. Cause you gotta figure, like, I grew up with like fucking Toys R Us as a kid, and then I become an there adult. There is no Toys R Us. No, yeah, there is now. It's a fucking it's every fucking weed store you go to oh, now. Like, well, for you, I've always had cool stores I get to go to. Like, then they came out like the whole video game store. Like, what was it, GameStop? Like when I used to play games, and now it's like weed, and I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Like, like, they, they, like my kids will never understand what a fucking toy store is. They know what a toy aisle is. They don't yeah, know what a toy right. store is. Every kid's gonna have the same toy. They're not, they'll There's never, so they'll never fucking know. Uh-uh. They'll never understand what it was to walk into a Toys R Us. But like, they'll never appreciate walking into a weed place where no. like, we used to have to go get it like fucking secretively and like, well, so check this out. Could you imagine like, I mean, dude, when they're like, you go in and you're like, I'm buying weed. <laughs> it's fucking weird. Like, it's weird for you me to buy it with your debit card. You're like, am I not, I'm not going to get in trouble with for this. Like, all right. You're looking around and shit. Yeah. Like you guys fucking set me <laughs> so, up. So my dad, he smokes weed my I whole life. Do. Yeah. He loves that shit. Yeah. So I walk into a fucking a store, right? And I'm looking around, I'm like, fuck, I hate weed. You know what I get? Bunch the strongest fucking shit you can get. I start dabbing like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah, dude. I saw you the other day. Uh, like, you want to dab? No. That shit knocks me out. I, I think I'm a little bit on the hardcore side of everything. I'm like gummy. I'm like, throw me a gummy, and I'm good. Yeah, fuck gummies. I, so, like, it's funny as I laugh at everyone when everyone's taking, like, pre-workout and training and shit. And I'm like looking. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. It's all about this little thing right here. He can barely walk, but he's getting insane pumps. Dude, I get I get <laughs> the like, craziest pumps. Like, I like, think I'm doing triceps. I'm but he's so doing, like, doing bicep over here. Well, that's why. Like, I <laughs> I love when I do it training with Joe. Cause like I don't have to think when I train with Joe. No, he's good. Joe, I'm on autopilot. He has and a plan already. I'm on autopilot, and I fucking do what he tells me to do. You guys, you got to show Joe up here too. Like I'm telling Erica right here. Boom. Jacked is. Yo, I'm telling this guy. I remember seeing him at City Athletic when this is like before I was into like tr- really training or anything. Yeah. And just look at him and be like, I want to look like that motherfucker. Like not to know he would end up being my coach. And then like one of my best friends. Yeah. Like, you manifest like no other. Dude, I love that guy. But I was like, 
I'm telling you, like when I when I train with him. When I, when I met Joe, he was like, "Yeah, I just fucking down like 300 grams of Targo. I'm doing 900 grams a day." I'm like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, I'm like, you, I had met, a couple you, of rice and that's it, bro. Like, you met him before me, right? Yeah, I met him in like 2016, 17. No, before that. Really? I think like 10 or something like that. So you met him when he was like fucking just jack jacked. He was like probably 46 when you met him then. Whenever he ago. first got here. When he first got here. Yeah. Yeah, he was fucking huge. I don't think it was City Athletic Club. Athletic Club. I think no, it was, it was probably LVAC. No. No? If, if, I was with uh, Craig Elias. Where was it? Probably LVAC. If not, it was 24-hour fitness before it was uh, City Athletic Club. Okay. Yeah. He was fucking ridiculous. He, yeah. He still is. He, he, yeah. fle- he flexes. He, he has more abs than a 16-year-old. Dude, it's so funny. He's a mutant. Yeah. But I, I like popping a gummy in training with Joe. Like anybody else I can't because like I need someone to like, he'll push me to harder than I, I've ever been pushed in my life. Yeah. And, but I can't, I can't do that and have the same effect yeah. training with anyone else. If anybody out there is looking for a coach or, or advice or anything, he will not steer you wrong. No. Go to his link, go to his, his Instagram, hit him up. He'll, he'll help you. Yeah. No what. Amazing. An amazing coach. He, um, he works uh, with Milos and he's yeah. good friends with all those main guys. He, he is one of them. He, he doesn't hang out with them. He is one of them. Yeah. Everyone knows Joe, man. Like all these dudes, all the guys I've met, and here's the thing is if anyone ever says anything bad about Joe, they're a piece of shit. Don't listen to him. I don't think if anyone says anything bad about him, you, you look at that person, and you go, what are you hiding in your life? Like, who did you go bury last week? We'll probably bury them. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's, the, get, no one's going to talk to him. You, you know, like I have told Joe all the stupid shit I've done over the last year, like being single. He just laughs. And he's like, I remember doing he that. like talks me through a lot of it. And it's pretty fucking amazing. Cause like, you look at me and you go, well, I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I saw you fucking this one all up, dude, but I wanted you to fuck up first, and then now we'll talk about it. Joe will, like, literally laugh with me about it and then kind of talk to me about it. And I'm like, man, thanks, Joe. Like, I, I needed that because I was really feeling like a piece of shit the other day. Like, I had to talk with Tyler, and he, he was like, yeah, I knew you were going to fuck up. <laughs> no. <laughs> I knew you were a fucking piece of shit. I'm not that bad. I laugh. So, I'm like, I know it too, bro. Yeah. No, that's, that's the thing. It's like, you listen, every man's got to go and do their own walk but um, it's good to have a Joe where they could train with you and then kind of talk you through whatever that experience is that you're going through I would not be right here right now though if it wasn't for you and Joe and probably Milos over the last year a year and a half almost two years those guys like just legit like I look at all the bad and all the good and the three of you have all been there in some type of way always and it's it's pretty amazing you know like so it's good, but yeah, that's my pre-workout, man. I don't, I don't fuck. I, you I just have people. a cup of Joe. Nah, dude, I ain't drinking no Joe. Well, no, no, a cup of Joe <laughs> meaning you go talk to Joe. I say I drink a cup of Joe, and he's gonna fucking say something else. Come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, I'm good. So that's that's a wrap for me, man. You have anything? No. All I wanted is a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. What the hell does it have to do with anything? I don't know, I just like saying that shit. All right. Well, this is uh, Cave Talk episode 7A and B now, because we were only supposed to go for like 20, 30 minutes. And, we'll see. Dude, we, we definitely did a C there. But uh, that's it. Uh, Cave Talk, Rocky Faith, Tyler Sackett signing out. Thank you. All I wanted dude. is a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. What the hell does it have to do with anything? I don't know, I just like saying that shit. All right. Well, this is... Uh, All I wanted dude. is a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. All I wanted dude. is a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Just snap the can. One is a Pepsi. Just one Pepsi. Help.